RadioInfluence.com. Need to get your football fix on all things Army, Navy, and Air Force? This is Yards and Stripes on Radio Influence. Here's your host, Price Atkinson. All right, welcome into Yards and Stripes, episode 20, our final episode of the 2017 college football season. Appreciate everybody tuning us in as we will wrap up bowl season and the 2017 campaign here on Yards and Stripes. I'm your host, Bryce Atkinson. We will wrap this thing up as both Army and Navy victorious in the season on high notes, winning their respective bowl games. We'll tell you about those two games uh, here in just a second. Appreciate everybody tuning in as you've done all season long. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, a myriad of ways you can listen to us and have listened to us all season long. We're going to recap both the bowl games. We're going to have our final faces of the Fallen segment. We're also going to tell you about what's ahead moving forward on Yards and Stripes this winter, spring, and certainly next season. We'll talk about that uh, toward the end of the podcast. But once again, Price Act Atkinson, your host here on Yards and Stripes, and it has been a blast to be with you guys this season. It has been a ton of fun as we have had a really fun 2017 campaign, but let's go ahead and get to the bowl action from the past couple weeks. All right, the Army Black Knights, they were first up as they took on San Diego State in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl on December the 23rd, and they knock off. The San Diego State Aztecs do the Army Black Knights 42-35. to As Army and Coach Jeff Munkin's team, they win seven of their final eight down the stretch to match the 1996 Army team with 10 wins. Again, 10-3 and three Army finishes the year as San Diego State. They also finish with an identical 10-3 and three mark for the season, but what a performance by the Black Knights. It was it what's been called one of the best bowl games of bowl season. Now that we've had some of those bowl game rankings come out in terms of most exciting and best bowl games, this one certainly Tom Fornelli, he, CBS Sports, ranks as the third best, and it's hard to disagree with that as the Black Knights, boy. This was a thriller as Rashad Penny. You want to talk about uh, a thrilling performance? How about what San Diego State, Running back Rashad Penny, the nation's leading rusher, he didn't disappoint. 14 carries, 221 yards, four touchdowns. Rashad Penny averaging almost 16 yards per carry in the game for San Diego State. But the problem in this game for the Aztecs was Army had the ball for 46 minutes while the Aztecs only had it for 14. That should tell you why Rashad Penny, I had myself asking the same question as the game was wearing on. How does Penny only have 14 carries? Well, that's because San Diego State didn't get the ball. As the Black Knights, they take over and they really put on a just another big-time gutty performance as they held the ball 46 minutes, 31 first downs, 13 of 18 converting on third downs 440 yards rushing that folks right there well that's how you shorten the game but still even shortening that game the Aztecs put up 35 points they get up uh, early 7-0 on Rashad Penny's 81 yard run but Ahmad Bradshaw the quarterback for the Black Knights he comes back he gets into the end zone with a 19 yard game tying run there at the end of the first quarter 
San Diego State comes right back with another Rashad Penny touchdown run. This one from 32 yards out to make it 14-7 on the first play of the second quarter. But that's when the Black Knights go to work. Darnell Wolfuck, seven-yard touchdown run to cap a 12-play, 75-yard drive, 7-0-2 on that drive. Ties it midway through the second quarter before Andy Davidson puts the Black Knights Ahead in the football game, the Black Knights' first lead of the game is Davidson scores from four yards out, capping a 13-play, 53-yard drive with 5.55 on the drive with 18 seconds left. But another Rashad, or excuse me, Jawan Washington, big play, this time on special teams. You know, Jeff Brunkin lamented after the game, special teams almost cost them. Jawan Washington takes that ensuing kickoff just before halftime, 78 yards to the house, game-tying score. The, these two teams go to the break, tied 21-all. In the third quarter, not much happening until Rashad Penny gets on the board once again. He goes 49 yards, capping a four-play 72-yard drive, 152 on the clock. That gives San Diego State the lead once again, very late there in the third, 28-21. to But Ahmad Bradshaw, he comes back on Army's next drive. They get the ball 10 plays, 79 yards. He goes in from 27 yards out. Tying the game once again, 28-28. Both Bradshaw touchdown runs in the game were both game-tying scores. Rashad Penny and the, the Aztecs come right back once again. Penny his fourth touchdown of the game with 5.47 to go. That gives San Diego State the lead, their last game of the season. But then, coming down the stretch, the Black Knights, they put, take, put a drive together. Five minutes, 29 seconds, trying to basically run out the clock. 8-15 plays, 72 yards that Darnell Wolfolk converts from one yard out. Second and goal for Army, just outside the one. Hand off, Wolfolk heads to the end zone. Touchdown, Army! Darnell Wolfolk goes in from two yards out with 18 seconds to play. And now decision time for the Black Knights. They cut the San Diego State lead down to 35-34. All right, that touchdown run right there got Army within one point, 35-34. to 34. Then it was decision time for Coach Jeff Munkin and the Black Knights, and they decide they will indeed go for two and the win. Here's Jeff Munkin talking about the decision to go for two there. I told our, our offensive coordinator, Brent Davis, when we took over with, uh, with five minutes and some change to go, that we really need to have a sense of urgency. We couldn't spend a lot of time at the line of scrimmage. I, I burned a timeout when they still had the ball. Um, and right after they, they ran the ball, we were going to get 40 seconds. So it, it, uh, to, to hit one there, um, I thought was important to, to save some time, to have enough time to put that drive together. I was going to call another one on the play where they scored. Had they not scored a touchdown, I would have called a timeout there as well because that would have saved 40 more seconds for us. And as it turned out, that, that 40 seconds made a difference. Had, had, we, not, uh, had we not called that timeout, we, we may not have had enough time to score. But as we got closer and I saw the clock running down and they were going to have very little time left, I knew at that point I wanted to go for two. And I kind of put a bug in the, in the ear of uh, Brent and Mitch and, and just said, hey, has, have a two-point play ready. If we score, because if we hit a play, uh, we were we were going to need to call. And I, I was going to call timeout, give us some time to kind of settle in and figure out just exactly what we wanted to do. And uh, but we were going to do that all the way. That that number twenty, Rashad Penny, 
if we went into overtime, that would have meant we, we were going to give him a chance to get the ball in his hands again. And there was no way I wanted to watch any of that anymore. I'd seen enough. All right, Coach Jeff Munkin right there talking about that decision. No doubt in his mind, did not want to see Rashad Penny in the game again, especially if they went to overtime. So here's what happened as the Black Knights decided to go for two and the win. Lined up between the hashes. Kel Walker in motion. Pitch out. Kel Walker running. Far corner. He's in. The two-point conversion is good. And Army has taken the lead at 36-35 with 18 seconds to play. You're right there. Kel Walker converts on the two-point conversion, giving Army the 36-35 lead. What an exciting moment. San Diego State gets ensuing kickoff and they try a series of laterals. It's ultimately fumbled. Elijah Riley picks it up, takes it 25, 29 yards to the house for Army as time expires, giving the Black Knights a 42-35 to 35 win in the football game. What a performance by the Black Knights, finishing the 2017 season 10-3, and three, again tying the 96 uh, team's mark. With 10 wins, Army improving to 5-2 and two all-time in bowl games. Five, three of those five wins actually come in the state of Texas. But once again, the Black Knights victorious. Afterwards, here's what Jeff Munkin had to say about his team's gritty, gritty win. Another close one down to the wire. Uh, wow, what a game. Um, what, a, uh, what an incredible player Rashad Penny is, first of all. Uh, I heard the guys just just talking about him, and my oh my, that guy is hard to tackle and hard to catch, and just an incredible player. We knew it was going to take uh, our very best effort to slow him down, and, and we certainly uh, we certainly didn't do that very consistently. And when I looked at the halftime stats, they had uh, I think 15 plays and 184 yards and 21 points, and uh, oh my goodness, but. Uh, you know, we, we, we made enough plays in the second half to keep us in the game and uh, and just a great effort by our, our offense to, to take that last drive down and score. And uh, I think just a, a, a gritty effort, the determination. I can't say enough about our quarterback, Ahmad Bradshaw, and the, the, the season that he's had, the way he's led this team, the way he led the team today. And that last drive, I'm sure everybody could see just how gassed he was and just kept coming back and, and fighting. We, uh, just so proud of our team, the effort and uh, and the the determination to win the game. And like the last game we played, that was a a, a close football game. We were we were down thirteen to seven and uh, and needed a fourth quarter drive. And there just wasn't any doubt in the eyes of our our players. And I, I saw the same determination today. And, and I'm really proud of that. That's a that's not something that you can fake. That that's that's part of who who this team is. And and uh, and I think the reason we've had so much success. All right, you heard Jeff Munkin right there talking about uh, just the grittiness and that grittiness led by Ahmad Bradshaw, 32 carries, 180 yards, two touchdowns, followed by Darnell Wolfuck also with two touchdowns. Wolfuck carried 21 times for 87 yards, followed by Andy Davidson, 14 carries, 81 yards, and a touchdown as the Black Knights again roll up 440 yards rushing on the ground of Army's touchdown drives. Uh, 
four of them actually came with over 10 plays, 12 plays, 13 plays, 10 plays, 15 plays, just a recipe for success in terms of converting on third down. And it was huge. As an Army, they converted 5 of 5 on third down in the second and fourth quarter. That's getting it done, folks, right there, as they were perfect. 5 for 5 in the second quarter and 5 for 5 in the fourth quarter on third down conversion. So just once again, congratulations to the Army Black Knights, 42 to 35 over San Diego State in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. All right, in the Military Bowl presented by Northrop Grumman, the Navy Midshipmen playing actually a home game, a de facto home game in Annapolis at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. And the Midshipmen taking on the Virginia Cavaliers, folks, this wasn't even close. It was basically over from the get-go as the Navy Midshipmen put together what Coach Ken Niamatololo said, quote, the best we played all year as Navy defeats Virginia 49-7 to behind a masterful performance from a couple quarterbacks on the midshipmen sideline, Zach Aby and Malcolm Perry. As Malcolm Perry, the starter, 16 carries, 114 yards and two touchdowns. While Zach Aby, he also comes into the football game, 13 carries, 88 yards, five touchdowns in the football game for junior quarterback Zach Aby. But uh, let's tell you how it happened as Navy improved to 11-11-1 all-time in bowl games, most importantly finishing with the winning season 7-6 and six as Virginia, they fell and will finish with a losing record 6-7 and seven. in the Military Bowl. Here's how it went down. UVA, basically its only highlight of the football game, came on the very opening kickoff as Joe Reed takes that opening kick 98 yards to the house, 7 nothing. Uh, Virginia, but after that, it was all midshipmen. Zach Aby, the first of his five touchdowns to tie the game with eight minutes to go in the first. Zach Aby, the other quarterback for Navy, hoping to have an impact today, does as he takes it in from one yard out. All right, that was Zach Aby, the hammer coming in, diving in from one yard out. Malcolm Perry then gets on the board, uh, his first of two touchdowns uh, on the midshipmen's next drive. This one, a 22-yard scamper with four minutes to go in the first, giving Navy a 14-7 lead in a lead it would not look back from all day. Ball is at the 22-yard line. Perry cuts it up. Big run, still on his feet inside the five. Touchdown. So dynamic. All right, and that was Malcolm Perry there as he would then score the midshipmen's next touchdowns. So the, ne the next one, a 19-yard scoring run from uh, 19 yards out, 312 to go, capping a seven-play 70-yard drive. That gave Navy a 21-7 advantage before Zach Aby got into the end zone with his second one-yard run of the football game just before the half, 139 to go before the midway point. Navy takes a 28-7 lead to the locker room against the Cavaliers. To come out in the third quarter, mentioned turnovers. Turnovers were a big part of the game for the Virginia Cavaliers. They had three of them in the football game as they were held to just 175 yards of total offense, including just four of 13 on third down, the Navy defense held Virginia to just 30 yards rushing on 18 carries. As dominant as Navy was on offense, the defense was every bit as good, folks. But in the third quarter, Zach Aby, it was all Zach Aby. A pair of touchdowns there is Malcolm Perry. He exited the game in the third quarter. So Zach Aby taking over full-time at quarterback, goes the rest of the way. In that third stanza, 
He goes in from five yards out with 9.46 to go, and then a 20-yard run with 157 to go in the third quarter. That one capping an eight-play, 80-yard drive. A.B., again, 24. Yard touchdown run to make it 42 to 7, folks. It was pretty much over from there. Is Zach Aby, he would put his record fifth touchdown on the board with 11 11 to go in the football game from one yard out. Aby, the keeper, got in touchdown on the ninth play of the drive, the fifth touchdown today for Zach Aby, the quarterback who didn't even start this game. There you heard Zach Aby, again, one of five players with that five touchdowns on the day in the Military Bowl, now one of just five FBS players to score five touchdowns in a bowl game. So exclusive company there. And Zach Aby uh, joins, again, exclusive company with five touchdowns in the football game. Navy had three player, two players rush for over 100 yards, ironically, one of which was not Zach Aby. As I mentioned, Aby finishing with 88 yards. Chris High, he chips in with a team high, carries 19 carries uh, of the Rock, but had 101 yards rushing. So big day for Chris High. Zach Aby throwing the football 0 of 1. Navy did not complete a pass second time this year that Navy did not complete uh, or have any passing yards in the football game. But as you mentioned, you know, Navy 49-7 to over Virginia. Uh, Navy's 452 yards rushing, a military bowl record, short of a Navy bowl record. But the 76 carries is a Navy uh, rushing record and a military bowl record as the midshipmen held the football for 42 out of the game's 60 minutes. Just another dominant performance uh, by Navy to really close the season in a way the midshipmen needed to taste victory. As Ken Niamatololo, the head coach of the midshipmen, talks here in just a second, just how important it was to finish on a winning note, especially the way the season transpired, a roller coaster down the stretch, and then certainly a tough loss to Army in the season finale. Here's Navy head coach Ken Niamatololo on the win, on the way both his quarterbacks played, including Malcolm Perry and Zach Aby, and just how big it was to close the season with a victory. Um, you know, it's this decisive win that we've had in a long, long time against an ACC team. Just really proud of our seniors and proud of our team coming back. Got a lot of guys that played in this game coming back, and the future's bright for Navy football. You know, I thought Ivan did a masterful job just using both of them. I thought Malcolm, he, kid's phenomenal, man. He brings a new dimension to our offense. But to Zach's credit, Zach came in there and played really, really well when he was in there, too. You know, Ivan did a really good job of preparing them both. Um, you know, people, you know, have a hard time, you know, moving the ball against them. And, you know, Broncos seen the option before. And just proud of the way our guys played. I thought we played really, really well. That was a huge game for our program. And we knew that coming in. I mean, this was, uh, to me, a momentum-changing game for our program because we just came off of, I mean, like, like I've been talking to all you guys, I'm still getting over the Army loss. I mean, that's the worst loss I've ever had in my 20 years of coaching. So that was hard to get over. And so we knew this game was huge, not only to send our seniors off the right way, but for to propel us to the offseason, get our kids some confidence. And for us, you know, to beat a really good team like that, that convincingly, I think it's going to really, really help us, you know, going into the offseason. Well, that so the bottom line is what you saw today does lead you that you should probably keep Zach at quarterback as opposed to moving him elsewhere yeah, probably you know what i mean but like i said i mean we're, we're we're still enjoying ourselves but that's you know i haven't thought that far ahead but probably 
All right, you heard Ken Niamatololo right there, the head man for the midshipmen. Just again, once a, 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 a a, a Waffle House treatment, if you will. Scattered, smothered, covered. That's what Navy did to Virginia. 49-7 to is the midshipmen. They wrap up the season with a winning record. 7-6 and as Virginia falls to 6-7 and playing in their first bowl game since 2011. All right, it's time to give out our game ball, our final game ball of 2017. Had a tough choice, but then again, it really wasn't that tough. All right, time to give out our final game ball of the 2017 college football season. And we're going to give out that final game ball. It's going to go to the Army senior quarterback, Ahmad Bradshaw. 32 carries, 180 yards, and two touchdowns for Bradshaw en route to being named the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl most valuable player in the 42-35 to win over San Diego State. What a performance Bradshaw turned in once again as the senior just was magical. I, I don't know if there's any other way to put it, what he meant to this Army team. But boy, he meant a lot uh, in this game against San Diego State as he got on the board with a 19-yard touchdown run you heard earlier that tied the score in the first quarter. Then he added his second touchdown of the game, a 27-yard run. That also was another game-tying score to begin the fourth quarter, so both touchdowns tied the game for the Black Knights against San Diego State. Uh, but just no other way to say it as Bradshaw turned in one heck of a season this year as he won two game balls from us already this season. Just an incredible year for Bradshaw as he's now rushed for 3,000 38 career rushing yards, fifth all-time on the career rushing list at West Point, had 14 touchdowns this season along with Darnell Wolfolk, but Bradshaw's 14 touchdowns gives him 27 for his career, six all-time at Army West Point. Just an incredible season for both, for Armad Bradshaw, the senior out of the Chicago area. Again, a game-high 32 carries, but had 180 yards, averaged five and a half yards per carry, including two touchdowns. Also, through was uh, had one completion in the game, which is saying a lot. One of three for six yards. So, just congratulations once again to Ahmad Bradshaw winning his third game ball of the season right here on Yards and Stripes. This is Radio Influence. All right, coming up, our final Faces of the Fallen segment of the 2017 season. Also, we'll tell you what's ahead with Yards and Stripes as far as what you can hear, when you can hear it again this winter, this spring, and certainly ahead this coming fall for another season of Yards and Stripes, all coming up right here on Episode 20. We'll be right back. All right, our final Faces of the Fallen segment of the 2017 college football season. And, you know, as we honor a fallen former student-athlete here uh, in this Faces of the Fallen segment, somebody from Army, Navy, or Air Force who has given the ultimate sacrifice, I thought about how to go back and maybe uh, do this in the very last episode of the season. And, 
you know, I the way I thought that was best to play this and, and simply uh, to handle it, I wanted to go back and just remember some of the names uh, in those that we have talked about honored here on Yards and Stripes throughout the season, going back to the very first week and, you know, just kind of continuing all the way through uh, our most recent episode. And so that's how I wanted to do this final Faces of the Fallen segment here. And, you know, we remember going back to the very first week and working forward, Ron Winchester from the Naval Academy, Chase Prisnicki from the United States Military Academy, David Lyon from the United States Air Force Academy. On 9-11, we uh, pay tribute to all the fallen heroes uh, who gave their life on uh, a day that most of us listening now and some of those who, who weren't listening right now uh, don't remember. Uh, but we certainly, everybody knows 9-11, whether you were born or whether you lived excruciating pain through that time. We honored the heroes uh, who gave their life to our nation that day. Uh, followed up by Brendan Looney from the Naval Academy, Emily Perez from the United States Military Academy, Academy, Rosalind Schulte from the United States Air Force Academy, Laura Walker from the United States Military Academy, Adriana von der Bruggen from the United States Air Force Academy, Doug Zimbiak from the United States Naval Academy, Scott Pace, United States Military Academy, Don Hollander, the United States Military Academy, Travis Mannion, United States Naval Academy, Victoria Pinckney from the United States Air Force Academy, Michael Peros from the United States Military Academy, Elizabeth Betsy Keeley from the United States Naval Academy, Frank Deal from the United States Air Force Academy, and then David Frazier from the United States Military Academy. We say thank you to all of them and pay tribute to them, their families, because those individuals put their life on the line as many, many other brave men and women uh, soldiers, airmen, uh, sailors around the globe uh, to protect our freedoms and our nation to allow us to experience and enjoy college football on Saturdays, to allow us to put together this podcast and, and talk about Service Academy football for you all. We say thank you to them, their families, uh, and and for serving our nation. And we'll take this time also to remember all the brave individuals who, you know, we we did not get to this year but those uh, servicemen and women, athletes, student athletes or not, graduates from the three service academies, anybody and everybody who has given their life to our nation, doesn't matter who you are, what stripes you wear, we say thank you to every single one of you, especially to your families, those that are still here and, and honoring your memory, their memories and uh, their legacy of who their service. Just thank you to all those who have given their life to our nation and especially their families. The pain will always be there, but certainly we are with you and we remember every single one of them. You're listening to Radio Influence. All right, our final episode of Yards and Stripes is almost in the books. Episode 20. Just, you know, once again, take the time to say thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for subscribing, for downloading, for listening. The loyalty you guys have shown all season long. We have done nothing but grow this podcast from its infancy back on the first one that was released back in August, August the 16th, to this final episode here 
in January. 20 episodes. Just, again, cannot thank everybody enough because it's you. You all listening right now. You are the ones that have made this successful. You are the ones that have kept me going. You are the ones who have had me motivated every single week to put together quality interviews, hopefully quality content, game recaps, game previews, you know, just looking at the whole ball of wax that is Service Academy football because it was another special season for Army, Navy, and Air Force collectively. One one thing I can tell you is uh, we will be back this spring. We will be back this spring as we have spring football on the way. So we will be back this spring with episodes. If you want to stay up to date on what's going on, I certainly encourage you to check out uh, our Facebook page, at Yards and Stripes, and give us a follow on Twitter, at Yards and Stripes. Certainly, yardsandstripes.com, our website. You can check us out there. But all the information about what's coming ahead, you can find on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Uh, I'll be posting updates there you know, through the, through the winter and through the spring. But have no fear. We will be back with Yards and Stripes, more Service Academy football this spring. And without a doubt, I can assure you right now, if you had any questions in your mind, let me go ahead and put those to rest. Yards and Stripes will be back for a full season two again starting this summer. We will do Yards and Stripes again for the 2018 college football season. You all have spoken. I've listened. And certainly the way that we've been able to grow this thing together, uh, there would be no question in my mind that we are doing another season because, man, it has been fun this year. So just once again, thank you to everybody. If you want to go ahead, if you haven't subscribed, certainly do it on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. You can get it every week on Stitcher, Google Play, a myriad of ways. You can listen to Yards and Stripes, as I'm sure you certainly have got that figured out now. If you've liked what we've done this year, I really appreciate you writing a review, just giving me a few comments, what you like, what you didn't like on the Apple Podcast app. It takes no time at all to do that. The reviews make it easier to find and lets everybody know just what, a, what great content and what great stuff we have here regarding Army, Navy, <clears throat> and Air Force football. So, just once again, you know, everybody that we've had on, all our guests have some had some great conversations this year. It's been a lot of fun. Just appreciate all the schools, Army, Navy, and Air Force, the SIDs, uh, Matt Faulkner at, at, at Army West Point, Scott Strassmeyer, Stacey Michaud at, at the Naval Academy, Troy Garnhart at the Air Force Academy. Just really appreciate all their help and certainly everybody that has come in between that we've had on the show. Just thank you to every single one of you. Also, uh, want to give a, a quick shout out to my guys at Radio Influence, Jerry P. Tuck and Jason Floyd down in Tampa, Florida at Radio Influence, our broadcast partner for the 2017 season. This this season of Yards and Stripes. Cannot thank Jerry and Jason enough. They have been fantastic. Check them out, radioinfluence.com. You can follow them on, on Facebook, Twitter. They've got an, a, a myriad of programming, not just college football. They've got MMA. They've got pop culture. They've got NFL. They've got Three Dog Thursday. They have got a ton of different podcasts that you can listen to, so I highly encourage you guys to check out Jerry and Jason and Radio Influence. Just appreciate everything they have done for us every single step of the way. So we'll go ahead and step away for the final time here on Yards and Stripes. Again, I'm your host, Price Atkinson. Thank you to every single person who has listened this year. And one final congratulations. Congratulations to the Army Black Knights on a fantastic season, but most importantly, winning this year's Commander-in-Chief Trophy. We'll see you again soon right here on Yards and Stripes.
To get more info on all things Service Academy football, like Yards and Stripes on Facebook, and follow them on Twitter at Yards and Stripes. This has been Yards and Stripes on Radio Influence. Chris Landry inviting you to join me for Landry Football Podcast every Tuesday and Thursday. We'll give you the coaching and scouting angle to the college and NFL game. Film breakdown, scouting reports, X's and O's, the latest inside scoop, coaching search information. We've got it all for you. I'll take my experiences as a coach and a scout and bring it to you, the fan, to give you access to the best football information on the college and pro level. Join us at LandryFootball.com. And remember the Landry Football Podcast right here, as well as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.